Hi, I'm Mark Rennick. This is Victory Over Sin. My name is Mark Rennick. Good Saturday afternoon to you, Treasure Valley. I hope everything is doing well for you on this beautiful fall Saturday afternoon. The name of the show is Victory Over Sin. It is sponsored by Systemic Change of Idaho. And at the first part of the show, I get to tell you what Systemic Change of Idaho is. It is an advocacy group for the Southwest Council for St. Vincent de Paul here in Boise. And what we do is promote and uh, educate Idahoans on what it's like to be on parole. We do that in several different ways, but one way certainly is to talk to you on the radio show. If you look in our archives, you will see that we've interviewed all the key players in terms of the Department of Corrections and in terms of people who are influential in working with what we like to call returning citizens. And you may ask why we did this, how we got this. This is really an outgrowth of what St. Vincent de Paul had called a re-entry conference here in the Treasure Valley. We had uh, an instance where we started a conference about four and a half years ago. I was asked for, from an organization called Ten Mile Christian to attend that and represent them. And in that capacity, we got together and we formed a conference. And what we do is see people as they are coming out of prison. They call St. Vincent de Paul and they say, hey, I just got out of prison. And then two of us come out and actually sit with those people and share uh, where their troubles are, try to help them a little bit with rent, try to help them a little bit with a bus pass, clothing vouchers, uh, some potentially a bicycle, and we sit and we do that individually. To give you some kind of an idea about what happened in the calendar year last, there were a 1,000 people that paroled to what IDOC calls uh, Region 4. And of those 1,000 people, this little group of 20 people, 20 volunteers, I might add, saw 651 of those people. So that's pretty powerful in what we do and how we go out and do it. It got some national attention within the department, within the family, if you will, of St. Vincent de Paul. And some people came out from back east. They spent a couple days with me and a few other people. And we showed them what Idaho was all about. And they said, hey, we've got some money here for pilot programs for reentry. And we've got five other kind of projects going. Would you be interested in applying for that money? And we did. And so they said, what do you want to do with it? And I said, I think the biggest thing we need to do is to educate people in Idaho about everything that's involved in parole and what it's like to be in that situation. So that's what we've done. They pay for this radio show, and they've allowed us to put together a real positive PowerPoint, which uh, we share with uh, churches, with community groups, with service organizations, or potentially with anybody that would like to hear it. At the end of the show, I'm going to let you know how to get in touch with me. And if you'd like to get in touch and you would like to, number one, participate in that, let's say you're out there and you're a returning citizen, you say, hey, I'd like to do that. Call me up and I'll send you a prospectus and we'll get together and we'll put you into the next training and teach you how to do that. Number two, if you want to come to your group, let me know and we'll come out and we'll, we will um, give your group an uh, education on what it's like to be on parole. You also have a chance this month coming up on the 29th at 7 p.m., in the food bank slash uh, offices of St. Vincent de Paul on Overman to view this PowerPoint. It's going to be put on for the first time. It's kind of a debut. We've been testing it, but we're going to show it to the general public. Come out at 7 p.m. on the 29th and take a look at it. Again, at the end of the show, I'll show you how to get. In, I'll let you know how to get in touch with me, and we'll go from there and uh, let you know what's going on. 
If with that, with we're going to do a special show. Usually we have a guest, and today is going to be kind of fun. We're going to kind of take a look back at almost the year of these shows, and we're going to talk to a gentleman who's been very influential in my life and as well as the growth of this show, and we'll be right back. The United States has the highest percentage of its population in prison in the world. That's one in 200 Americans are currently serving time in a federal or local prison. As of May 2017, Idaho has 8,223 men and women incarcerated and another 17,201 on probation and parole. So upon release from prison, who works with these individuals and families to help them transition back into our community? This is done by what we call Returning Citizens Resources and Coffee Shop. We offer them a cup of coffee and some resources and information to help get them on solid footing with their faith, their recovery, and to begin their new life as our neighbor. It's designed for the offender's first stop from the institution. If you'd like to help us help them, please contact Mark Rennick at 629-8861. That's area code 208-629-8861. And if you're out in the desert needing any help for your transition, we pay for that call. One of the good things about my show is I get to invite guests, and so I'm fortunate to have my friend and uh, co-partner with uh, subsidiary sister nonprofits, Doug Hardy, is here. Mark, thank you so much for having me on Victory Over Sin. You are also a star on 94.1 FM, The Voice, true, right? I am on in the mornings with some interviews and some info, and on in the afternoons at 1.45. And also, the host of Voice on Vinyl for some great old right. tunes. That's right. On Sundays at 12. And you were also a historical voice in the Treasure Valley. I've been up and down the dial You've been a up few and down times. The dial. Yes. Yes. And some of those places include J105, right. Morning Show, Eagle 96.9, The Afternoon Show. Safe to say you were a controversial figure? Mm, I don't know controversial, but um, had a few incidents along the way. Had some antics, had some incidents along the way. Had a little incident on the X that got the Corps of Engineers and the feds involved, but we won't go into that story. (laughs) And happy to be here at 94.1 The Voice. (laughs) And so how did you and I meet? You were incarcerated. I was. So you were out at the Maximum Security Institution, and I was a volunteer. That's right. Coming you were out transitioning there. from the superstar antic kind of guy into uh, the man we all know and love now, right? I had just started the J105 morning show when I right. first went out to Max, mm-hmm. which brought, and I was terrified to go out to Max you to were. do this Bible study. Yes, that's true. Absolutely horrified. And I was especially concerned because I knew, you know, I'd been on the air. I'd made, you know, comments about people that were in the newspaper that had been arrested. Mm -hmm. I'd said a few things here and there. Mm -hmm. So I was worried about going out there and running into some of these folks and, you know, what would happen. So I thought, well, I'll just go out there. No one's going to put two and two together on this. So I went out and I sat in on another guy's Bible study. And he had music, and he had little songbooks out there. And so Mm -hmm. I just sat in and watched, didn't say a word. And then we get done, and we form a prayer circle. So it's uh, myself, volunteer, and we had maybe six guys there, Mm -hmm. six inmates there. And we're holding hands, and we're praying, and everybody has to pitch in. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things where I'm not going to say anything unless I'm the only one that hasn't said anything because yep, then you have to say something. You can't be the only one. Yep, I understand that. 
So I ended up like, okay, now I'm the only one that hasn't prayed. So now I'm praying and I'm the closer Mm -hmm. because I'm the last one. So closed out and like, okay, I think that was it. Went all right. And immediately a guy came over and said, I know who you are. You're on J105. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm never coming back (laughs) here again. (laughs) It was just scary. And so that's how it got started. And then Hope Community started. And I met you helping out with that effort out there. And you came out. I can remember you coming out, too, because you were you have changed over the years. I've known you, what, 12 years? Yeah. 12 years or so. And so the change in you now is dramatic. I can't imagine the prankster. The uh, that guy because you've changed that much, but mm-hmm. you came out and I think your first approach to us was to play different sorts of music to kind of get us involved in Christianity, and you played all sorts of. I, I maybe even played requests. We could request a song, and you'd come back out and play our song. That yeah. was so cool. I mean, when you're incarcerated, and I could say, "Oh, hey, what do you want? I'll bring you back a tape." I think mine was Twenty Nine Palms" by Robert Plant, and I thought, "Oh God, I get to hear that song. That'll be cool." So that was your first approach. I was just, just desperately yes, trying to find a way to connect. That's right. That's right. And That's the right. officer out on uh, J Block, where we would do that, when I would bring my boombox and crank those songs up, he would go in and uh, close his door, kind of annoyed at the whole <laughs> thing. So that was, uh, it was just, you know, me just going, okay, God, how can I find a point of common interest and how can I try to connect and do something out there? Because yeah. I, was, I was just desperate and so just you know just trusting in the lord to to help with that and then he just helped all along the way and you know now i kind of look back on a lot of that and go that was pretty ridiculous to have a pink floyd or a limp biscuit you know bible study topic or song but you never know who who you reached or who you reached because a lot of those people who are in that original group with us we've still filtered out and some of those people ended up being volunteers and some of them still are with us now as they've Mm -hmm. that's the cool part of what uh we get to do is as those we're waiting on key people to get out and most of them are starting to get out we've only got a few left and so we wait for them and then we kind of support them as they get out uh via uh, certainly, I know IMSI Hope Community Phase Two, and with the work we're doing now with systemic change, we hope to include them in that too. So it's it's been a powerful um, path to walk and to look back on and reflect on. We've had some interesting kind of situations come up. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. the exciting part of it is it never sleeps. The ministry never just yeah, goes to bed because there's always some something happening. And with housing. Things can happen 24-7. We have close to 30 guys in housing right now. And, you know, there's always something that's going on. So that part of it is very exciting. Uh, You know, that's also where it can be overwhelming, which I think that's exactly where God wants us. So we depend on him. So we lean on him. So we're just right at that place. We're going, I can't do this. And then when it comes through to fruition, something comes along and just kind of not... totally surprises you then it becomes something that you're even happier for and even more yeah. respectful of the fact that God puts you in the spot to do this with this person yeah you're thankful but yeah and and I, I I know for you it's the same but for me it's every week I'll run across something that'll just happen like what how did this happen you know and we've had a couple of those this week for me I know and that happens to all of us but I also think some of the things that we do that are on the opposite side of it tend to be, I, like you and I keep track of who you recommended into housing and who I recommended into housing. It's like, <laughs> this is one of your guys. Uh-huh, you I know? love that. And we keep, uh, Doug and I keep track of 
this is one of your guys. And you had one of these, real briefly, you had one of your guys this week that I can remember saying, this guy's going to be a problem. And I said, I got a feeling that this guy might be a problem. So I don't know. Do you want to address just a tiny, just bit, a tiny bit of that? Is it was really Sure. Someone came into housing that was just confrontational, problematic. Uh, we had other issues. He, I got some messages from him saying some not nice things about me. And we had to work through that situation. And... We were able to do that, and it, but the that cool, was the cool part of the story. I think is for you at the end with what you did with him in terms of. I learned from you all the time in terms of how you worked it through with me and how you took him and gave him the voucher kind of things for the things for his kids. And that yeah. was that. You know, you never stop learning in this Christianity kind of thing. You're always growing. You're always gaining. Absolutely. And so for you to say you struggled with this one because. Yeah, well, he didn't sign the paperwork or whatever, and it's like, and then it, it, it ended up okay. It did. Yeah, it did. and, and it that's did. Total, total God turning yeah, total that around. Yeah. And you, uh, as soon as you think you've, if you think, hey, I've got this, yep. that's when you're doomed. Yep. You, you're learning every single day, and every single person situation is different, and you need the Lord, and you need the power of the Holy Spirit to guide you in all of it because of of our own in our own uh, strength. You know, like this situation, I would have just blown up yep. and it would have been ugly. Yep. But God worked and it ended up being just to his glory. And I think too, you can comment on what happened to me too this within the last couple of weeks. You get a, a pattern or a routine in terms of what we're doing. And one of our, one of my key volunteers, one of the guys that I relied on as a rock, moved north. And I thought, man, as he's a friend and he's a character quote unquote but boy I'm going to miss him what are we going to do mm-hmm. and I was panicked a little bit and silently but uh, we just left uh, Peer Wellness where we you know we hand out um, information and vouchers and stuff for people on their first day and the place was just packed and there were people all sorts of people coming in and out and it's like I, what am I worried about with him gone God's come in and filled it up with other people that are walking in and that are seeing it, and we're talking about volunteers from other groups, and he just provides it, and that was just a phase. I was worried about it, but you know, I didn't have enough faith to say, you know, it's going to work out. Just sit back and watch. Yeah. It will. Sit back and watch. Right. And that happens to me all the time. It happens to you, right, too? Absolutely. I mean, God is orchestrating, and we don't always see the next, or very rarely see that what that next move is going to be or who he's going to bring in. And so we get panicked, but God's never panicked. Yeah, and I think too, it's sometimes the how this radio show came to fruition, if you will. I gave an entrance in terms of who's paying for it and how it's happened, but uh, Doug was not the one who sat down with me and said, "Mark, sit down and do this, this, and this." I mean, you just you threw it at me and said, "Develop it on your own." And I'm appreciative of that because I've learned and. It's be, I start to see the excitement that you have for doing this all the time. This is, this is powerful, and this is exciting, and this is you know when some superstar someplace clicks on something because they heard you or they said something like that that I consider somebody of worth. That that's really nice to think that somebody's listening to you. So I, I owe you that. Thanks. That's well. Well, there's an interesting even, before we started the show. You even taught me that lesson. So. There's an interesting component to radio, and that is for guys like you and me. There are people that will come and hang out with us because of the radio show right. that probably <laughs> wouldn't have come and hung out with us ordinarily. And th- and you know what? You That's okay. Yeah. That's okay because it's just God is using this as yeah. a vehicle yeah. to, to bring some people together. And once somebody is in here 
it's it's just this great opportunity to get to know people and people have such interesting stories and such um, interesting things that they're doing out there that we don't know about you know and we're here to create some awareness of what we're doing and so to give somebody else that opportunity to come in, get behind the mic, and say, "Hey, tell us about you yeah, know your I, efforts and what you're doing." It's such a, a great yeah. blessing. I, I got to be honest, with you, that is just one of the things that just surprises the heck out of me. I, next week, we're actually going to have um, blessed to have uh, the man who helped found uh, uh, Hope Community at Max has agreed to come on. So, Michael Johnson, deputy warden at Sicky, is going to be on next week. At least he's scheduled, and we're, we're along those lines. So that's so exciting for me to. To be on, and I don't, it could be the week after that. But he's set, he's scheduled to come on, and those people sit here and they're nervous to be talking to me, or you know the director of department corrections nervous uh-huh. to be sitting and talking to me. I thought, what in the world, man? I should be afraid of you, you know. And uh, it's so, it's an odd that feeling. It, it really is. is. That has to be completely surreal oh. because here you are at just years ago, not too long ago, no. just under their complete authority. Absolutely. You could, this guy could arrest me and take sure. me away right now. Absolutely. Yeah. So he's the high guy up. <laughs> yeah. And now all of a sudden there they are across from you like, oh my goodness, I'm a little nervous. That's right. And he looks over at Justin. Justin for. took a picture and he goes, did Justin just take a picture? Yeah, he took a picture. Uh-huh. Yeah. Put this up on my wall. Yeah. Yeah. How are you talking about? Yeah. No, that's, that's pretty fun. That's very cool. But yeah. Very cool. So, very um, exciting. So, and I owe that, I owe that to you. That's for sure. But, um, it's been it's been an interesting ride since uh, our first um, go around in terms of me moving out and living with you. Yeah, we've sure. we've met a lot of people who have come along our way, a lot of characters, and we've seen a lot of sad things, um, heartbreaking things, people that just start to you just start to see some progress, and you start to think they're understanding some things and getting it. We had one gentleman that he was in housing at one point. He'd been out. Um, you had quite a bit of interaction with him. And, you know, there he is on the Ada County Sheriff's website, arrested, yeah. new charges. And the drugs are a monster. Methamphetamine is a monster. There's these, you know, dragons that come in and destroy people's lives. And so you see a lot of that. And there's there's a lot of heartbreak and sadness in that. And then you have people that, you just think, are they ever going to get it? And they do. Yeah. And you see how well they're doing and what God is doing in their life. And, you know, you just treasure those moments. But God is in charge of the results. We be faithful. And yeah. as all of these men come along and all of their crazy situations and wherever they're at, some people have been incarcerated for a couple of years. Some of them uh, have been incarcerated. We have one that's just come into housing, I think incarcerated 25 at 20, least. 27 this 27 week, yeah. years. Yeah. And that's a whole different uh, situation. Yeah, it's like he, he said to me, can I just walk outside? Oh, yeah, you can walk outside. Go yeah. wherever you want to go. Yeah. 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 So we yeah. get to... We get the privilege of uh, getting to know these guys better and battle forward with them. And it's exciting. It is. It is. And I think, too, again, you're listening to me out in the desert. Uh, Here's the thing that just surprises me so much. It's like we've anticipated, I want to say four of these people within the last week or so, that we couldn't wait for these guys to get out. And all of these people, as I communicated with them, I I don't know whether you so much, but as soon as I get out, Mark, I'm going to be right down there. I'm going to be at Pure Wellness. We're going to be there in the morning, mm-hmm. and we're going to be here. I'm coming to your group, and blah, 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 blah. And I keep saying, well, that'll be good. Add some new spice to it. And none of those guys have even been yeah. there. You're not, yeah. not, not a one of them right. been there. But, uh, and you know what? It's okay because this week we've had an influx of some of the greatest just people walking in out of the street and saying, I mean, a lady from a counselor from 
uh, Terry Riley calls me late and says, I need you to pick this guy up and take him to your group. And uh, I said, okay, fine. And uh, we picked him up, and he has been the last two nights probably the most powerful testimony in terms of changing his life around uh, that you can imagine. And it, it and I get to see that, and I get to experience that. And the people in the room get to see that. They get to experience that, and they get to say, gosh, you know, what Mark's been talking about, this God thing just might work, you know. And that's that's really, really something when you think that you lay some groundwork for somebody to, even the people who have messed up, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Look back on us, maybe listening to me right now out there and think, next time I'll do this, next time I'll do that. Yeah. So that's what we attempt to do, and it's fun. And I think when somebody says, hey, we're going to come and be a part of this, and then they don't, as much as we want them to, I, I think that God uses that sometimes just to go, not your agenda, not your ideas. You're all excited about, yeah. you know, getting some more people or getting some help or doing what I'm in charge. That's you know, right. it just puts us right back to I'll bring the right people. That's right. And it, it's very humbling. Yeah, as much as you and I want to design, you know, it's, I think God's up there laughing at us going, yeah, you, that's your idea, Mark. Uh-huh. Okay, we'll see uh-huh. how that works out for you. Yeah, good Because that's never going to work out for you that way. I mean, you know, we'll see what you think, but uh, try that and see what happens. And I think that's what we try to say to people as they go forward is just if that's what you need to do, then go for it. And then when that doesn't work out, this is where we'll be. And we'll be, at least in my group, we'll be here on Tuesday and Wednesday night. Or at least in my being, I'll pick up the phone and talk to you. I may not walk with you based upon the choices that you make, but I'll be clear in telling you that I'm not going to walk with you because of those choices and then try to be that voice. I'll bring up uh, one more thing because I know we're running out of time. I know the uh, impact of incarceration in the Treasure Valley is so much bigger than people have any idea, and there are so many people that you don't even realize have a loved one that's incarcerated and if somebody has a loved one that's incarcerated for uh, a crime that, I, for lack of a better term, a socially acceptable crime, mm-hmm. um, somebody has something pretty ugly out there. And I know that is something that they will keep hidden and carry that burden. But it is a huge, huge issue. And if you're just interested in knowing more and it's nothing more than that at this point, you're not even thinking you necessarily want to volunteer. But something is on your heart of like, I just want to hear more about that. We love coffee. That's right, we do. And also, too, I think I mentioned at the start of the show that I'll tell you how to get in touch with us, but those are the people I'm I'm after. Those are the people that, that's exactly what Doug articulated is what systemic change is all about. So our goal is to educate Idahoans about what that's about. And we're going to rush because we got another aspect of our show today is to do something very special. Uh, a lady by the name of April White who was the uh, who is still currently the uh, uh, praise and worship leader at Vertical Church as well as she does the Friday nights to celebrate recovery at the Vineyard. She's a very special lady and she did a special song for us that she had written. And our associate, Justin Morris, our buddy, who works here and makes sure all the everything technological works for us, who we kid with and we love greatly, is a guitarist too. And they got to sit in and I'm telling you, I got teary-eyed when we heard the song. So when we were going to do a collection and kind of a reminiscent show because we're approaching a full year doing this. I thought, let's include April. So without further ado, I'm going to, unless you want to say something about Justin, you want to say something nice about Justin? He is one of those guys that to me, it's just unfair that he gets all that talent 
that yeah. he can be the web guy and yeah. brilliant with um, things social media wise and recording and editing. Oh, and he just happens to be a brilliant guitar player as well. And he's handsome. Too many, he's too many handsome. gifts. He's married to a nice lady, all that kind of stuff. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. He's kind of sickening now to think about it. <laughs> uh, okay, but without further ado, we're going to let, uh, we're going to go back and touch uh, uh, something that April did, and Justin's playing the guitar with him, and uh, it's really cool to listen to it. for my life God's perfect sacrifice sufficient for me the blood of God to atone my sin you made your own you have set me free you alone have risen you alone have saved us you alone have rescued us from the grave you reign now, all creation cries out You alone are king You alone You alone Remedy for the broken You rescue our lives And rewrite our Hearts of stone you break open, your mercy on display. Now before your glory, you alone have risen, you alone have saved us, you alone have rescued us from the grave. Glories you reign now, all creation cries out, you alone are king. You alone have risen, you alone have saved us, you alone have rescued us from the grave. Okay, yeah, you got a special day in terms of my mind. You got to hear April again, and you got to listen to Doug Hardy. I think that we need to bring Doug back. We should do this more often, I think, in terms of coming back because we got tons of stories, and we didn't get to all of them. Um, but 
Uh, as I mentioned before, if something tugs at your heart today, you want to be a speaker or you want us to come out and talk to us, we're very easy to reach. You can reach us at www.systemicchangeofid.com. You can do us on email, systemicchangeofidaho, all spelled out, at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, Systemic Change of ID. We're on Instagram at Systemic Change of ID. Uh, and you can actually call us on the phone at area code 208-477-1006. We look forward to talking to you next Saturday afternoon on Victory Over Sin. Thank you so much.